The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All of a sudden we have a whole lot of egg recipes and <laughs> advice and tips and uh, apparently the change in the yolk color to that orangier color, a number of people are saying could be from the corn that they're fed or it could be from grass. Just yeah. their, um, their free range. Free range. And uh, many people saying they can't believe I can't taste the difference. I really can't. Hmm. The neighborhood chickens um, have been busy. And the rooster, too. Yeah, you got a new rooster. We've got a new you rooster. He's got, I don't know, he, he's been cock-a-doodle-doodling all day, not just in the morning. Hey, how is it I've never heard this rooster at your place? Is he sleeping when I'm over there? He might be. Hmm. I can go over. Next time you're over, well, I'll go show you him. Yeah, we'll throw rocks at him or something <laughs> and get him going. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take Bo Breeze over and he'll just yeah. run around the yard. Hey, uh, you know something uh, that we said we'll, we'll try, if possible, and it has been for many weeks, uh, to do a uh, weekly segment uh, on uh, things going badly on airlines. <laughs> so I don't know if this falls in the category of things going badly on airlines, uh, but certainly uh, it would fall in the category of things not going to plan on an airline. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised at this woman. Well, yeah, because you know what? This debate happens... Every uh, every parent, uh, you know, who has faced this, uh, you do a lot of debate. You talk to your doctor, you talk to the airline, you figure out what's the right thing to do. If you're pregnant and you have to fly, or you you plan to fly, so this is a woman from Phoenix. Her name's uh, Christina Penton. Uh, she was at 36 weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, so her husband didn't think it was a good idea. The airline said it would be okay, but they didn't recommend it. Um, so she was. So she flew. She was traveling with two preteen kids on a Spirit Airlines flight. The flight was from Fort Lauderdale to Dallas Fort Worth, uh, on their way to Arizona. And what happened was, ten to fifteen minutes after takeoff, she started getting contractions, and they were coming pretty hard and pretty fast. Five minutes apart, uh, they were very regular. Um, you know, which is an indication that. Uh, that these are the real deals. So they started to divert the plane, but the baby couldn't wait. To New Orleans. To New Orleans. Yeah, that's a, if you're going to be diverted, that or Vegas are two great cities to be diverted to. So they delivered it on the uh-huh. flight. Her water broke. There was a nurse and a pediatrician on board. Um, and, and according to witnesses, uh, her daughter held her hand while she put her legs up on a wall pushed three times, and boom, Christopher was born, weighing seven pounds and measuring 19 and a half inches tall. They ended up, uh, the whole family, including the newborn, ended up uh, driving the rest of the way to Arizona. <laughs> and listen to this. Uh, it's, it's funny because airlines encounter unusual circumstances all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they deal with them, and that's what those uh, crew, the, the flight attendants and the uh, Captain Copilot, they're trained to deal with uh, emergencies. And you wonder when you see negative stories about airlines where that training went. Doesn't that training include customer service? Did you or, miss that chapter? Yeah. Yeah. And now here, this is what, I mean, they didn't plan this. It wasn't a publicity stunt, but it happened. So what they've done, um, not only, of course, did they ensure the safety of the passenger, her newborn, and get the plane down as fast as they could to get her medical attention. When everything, uh, when all the su- uh, dust settled, a Spirit Airlines said, um, we have some gifts for you. So they gave them some gifts, uh, including 
lifetime free flights for the baby. And so, a guest. Yeah, and a guest. Lifetime for Christopher and a guest. So this woman went against, really, doctor's advice. Right. And that's some, isn't it past 30 or 32 weeks, is. something like that? Yeah, I, b- I believe you have to even have a letter from yeah. your doctor at that point. So she kind of broke maybe some rules. Yep. And they've rewarded her. Yeah. <laughs> they sure have. And, uh, you know, hopefully this doesn't end up uh, encouraging other, you know, pregnant women um, mm. to fly with the hopes that they get free flights in the future. But I do just, find, I mean, it's an interesting story by itself, but I do just find it interesting how companies handle situations in the aftermath. I mean, once you take care of yeah. the immediate crisis yep. and once you've taken care of your passenger and your other passengers, because of course everyone has to be accommodated to get them on to their next uh, flights. Some people would be connecting and would have missed well, those Well, the fact flights. that there's a woman having a baby at the back of the plane. Exactly. So they take care of all of that and then somebody somewhere says, um, hey, let's do something else. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get the story out there and let's, you know, give them a yeah. a gift and and uh, make it a memorable, pleasant, positive story. Right? I always thought it would be neat to see a baby being born. Did but, you? Uh, yeah, but I'm not sure a stranger on a plane. Um, Have you ever seen a baby being born? Just on uh, television. Oh, I've seen a few of them. Yeah. I've seen all four, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've not seen uh, it in, in real life, no. Ah. I used to watch the, that baby story show on TLC years and years ago. Yeah. And it's very strange because I've never wanted children and I've never any of that sort of stuff. But I would bawl my eyes out when those ba- when that baby was being born. Is that a fact? Yeah. Um, I don't know how much I should commit to this, but I, when you have your first child, as a husband, when you're having your first child, you feel absolutely, or at least I did, absolutely obligated to be in the delivery room. <laughs> and I'm not good with this kind of stuff, but my wife wanted me in the delivery room. So I was in the delivery room. And, you know, most people will describe it as the most beautiful uh, experience ever. I'm not so sure about that. I, I, I was barely able to stay conscious. I mean, I just, I'm not good with this stuff, but I wanted to be there at the time yep. to support my wife. I'm not good with it. Uh, number two, um, and that, by the way, was a bit of a troubled birth. Um, the baby was turned. That was Ashley. The baby was turned the wrong way. They had to use uh, forceps to get her out. And to this day, when she gets angry, you can see the forceps mark. It's really weird. Like, it's just this red mm-hmm. patch where they had the had that tool on her uh, head. Oh, Ashley's getting mad. Exactly. It's, it's it sort of actually comes in handy if you were <laughs> to ever marry Ashley, which hopefully her boyfriend will one day. Um Dave was uh, also a natural birth, and I witnessed that. Um, Maddie, was it Maddie? Maddie was, it was either Maddie or Hunter. I think it was Maddie. Gosh, it's bad that I don't remember this. Um, Where, oh yeah, Maddie was born naturally, but Carol had complications Mm -hmm. immediately following the birth. And by this point, I was actually quite proud of myself because I got through this whole thing with the whole breathe and ice and, you know, everything else. And I felt like, hey, I've really matured over the years. I can now stand next to my wife who's having a baby and uh, not, you know, want to faint. Um, but she had serious complications afterwards. And, you know, they take the baby to a, a mm-hmm. table and you cut the cord and um, you get to hold your son or your daughter for the first time. And I turned and the only one in the room at that point not aware that she was having serious complications was Carol. Mm. 
because I turned and everything, mm-hmm. I mean, things were not going well. And I still, to this day, remember seeing the crash cart coming flying down the hallway and the nurse. And again, I have so much respect for nurses, doctors, but mm-hmm. specifically nurses, because I turned with that baby and saw what I saw. And I won't go into graphic mm-hmm. detail. And the nurse was standing right next to me and she sort of grabbed my elbow firmly and looked at me, was still with a smile on her face and said, stay very, very calm. Mm-hmm. And don't, went, yeah, yeah, don't let Carol know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I went, okay. And probably pinched you to say, don't faint. Right. Mm. Uh, Hunter, by the way, born uh, through C-section. I was in for the surgery. I didn't even know you could do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that too on the baby story. Yeah, show. don't look on the other side of the curtain. Stay, yeah, stay on mm. the head side. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Deb says I helped my sister and my best friend in the delivery room, and I was there for two of my grandchildren wow. born. So awesome! But the best was my mom at seventy-five years old, watching her first great-grandchild being born. Huh. Such a precious memory. That's from Deb. That's yeah. Yeah. Haas says, this atheist calls witnessing a human birth the only opportunity one will ever get to witness a miracle. Hmm. It is a miracle. There's no question about it. I personally would just not describe it as beautiful. It's, yeah, I'm the guy who can't, who, you know, I can be watching a drama. Like, I can be watching CSI. Runny eggs freak me out. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> somebody goes to give somebody a needle and I've got to look away. Like, I'm just, I'm not. Yeah. We, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. I always wanted to be uh, uh, pregnant for a day just to feel mm. what it felt yeah. like around seven months when the baby's doing its business and rock and roll and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that in there. But yeah, just that. Hmm. To be honest with you, even that kind of freaks me out. You know how when babies move and mom yeah. says, here, feel my tummy right now? Yeah. Uh, I do it because it's either a daughter or daughter-in-law or wife, but I don't like it. Like, that freaks me out, too. It's very alienish. you know? Like, there's something moving in you. And you're right. Like, I, I, would, I wouldn't mind knowing what that feels like. Yeah. But that, There's all sorts of things in the world I would like to know what they feel like, and I yeah. can't because I'm a woman or because I, well, whatever. Right. <laughs> I'd like to know what a raise feels like. <laughs> I don't know why I keep bringing that up. I'm compensated just fine. I'm just kidding. It was right there. But it would be nice. Yeah. Anything well, you? Anything else you've wanted to experience that you haven't, a bucket list sort of thing, but items that you can't do for the reasons you just said, that you're a woman or that whatever? I can't think of another reason. Well, um, being able to go to the bathroom like a guy can. It's not that big a deal. Well, you know, you can write your name and stuff, so. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can remember being a little girl. Yeah, and I think a lot of little girls were jealous of their brothers who got to stand to do that. And I can remember being very little and trying it. <laughs> that by the way, that is well. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like three or four. You tried to write your name? No, I just tried to. Oh, do it standing up. That's right. Yeah, no, that's not going to work out for you at all. Uh, And you know what? That's not all guys, by the way, just so you know, because a lot of wives will tell you that there's a lot of guys who still haven't mastered that. Still not. Oh, I would suggest that most guys haven't mastered it. And that's why most guys should sit down when they do their business. Let's not get here again. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. You tell us how to do most things in our lives. How about we just decide how we'd like to do that one? Okay, well, then you clean the toilets and clean the walls. (laughs) 
and the floor all have around the same it. Same conversation at home and at the office because it you have like, two wives. Yes, but only one of them's cleaning up bathrooms at my place, so that's the only one and who should be talking. That's why you should sit down. Okay, I will take it under advisement. Oh my goodness, you guys! Some of these texts. Listen, the Ken says. I was in when my wife had a C-section. I told her her fat was the same color as a grain-fed cow. Doctor laughed so hard he almost dropped my daughter. (laughs) Did your wife talk to you after that? Yeah. I mean, something should have got dumped there. (laughs) (laughs) You old romantic you. I went to my daughter's 3D ultrasound. Kind of freaked me out. His baby was so alien looking. I've never had, I'd never had seen, never had or seen an ultrasound. Hmm. My son was born at home, not planned, while waiting for the ambulance. There was just my wife and I, and I, and my wife did everything. I just got the baby. Do you know what's funny, just talking about babies, and your call when Ashley was pregnant with Cole, and a lot of our listeners told me that I'm really going to enjoy being a uh, grandpa, mm-hmm. right? And I do enjoy the aspects of being a grandpa that people told me I would. You know, the baby messes itself and you hand it back to the parents, like that kind of thing. But you know what I'm really, really enjoying? I'm enjoying watching Ashley become a parent and I'm really enjoying watching Dave uh, worry about his wife and mm-hmm. and worry about the future and worry about how they're going to pay for yeah, you're university. Watching your kids and, grow up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just cool because you know as a as a child I'm going to be a better parent than you know and then when you are a parent your I'll kids are like I'll never do what I'll you did. I'll never do what you did. But they sound an awful lot like me. And it's uh, very reminiscent of what my dad sounded like, too. It's just they've got very firm ideas about how they're going to raise these children. And I, I, I'm, you know, uh, you always call me that old guy on the porch, get off my lawn. I'm, I'm not giving them advice because they're not asking for advice. I'm just enjoying mm-hmm. witnessing this because what I want to say, or if, I, you know, if they ever do ask, or if I'm ever having a beer with one of them, and they say, well, this is the way we're going to raise the child, my advice would be, well, you might want to consult with the child on that because it's real easy to lay plans about what your child will do and what they will accomplish and where they will do it. And uh, But within a very short period of time, uh, they form something called an opinion. And at that point... Um, the, yeah, yeah, independence, becomes, personality. Right. Own, yeah. A lot of things become a bit of a negotiation. I mean... Even, and I always say kids, you know, I I managed my kids. They knew who the parent was, and I didn't become their friends when they were growing up and that sort of thing. It's still a negotiation, though. You're still dealing with a personality, and that's the best part of parenting, in my mind, Mm -hmm. is watching the personalities grow. But now to see them go all full circle and their parents, right? Now they're doing it. Yeah. And you, you do get that satisfaction of, you know, when Ashley phones, and I let her, you know, I let her go ahead and say, oh my, like I'll ask her how she's doing. Well, I haven't slept in two days and the baby's this and the baby's that. And part of you, of course, wants to say, well, you, you were so. colicky, <laughs> right? Like I, I spent six months every night mm-hmm. up with you, right? But you don't. You're just like, oh, honey, we'll get to sleep when you can and nap when he naps. and You'll forget about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. At the, in the end. And, and then it's they very, have another one. Which she's pregnant again, right? She's a, her, she, her due date is in December. So I'll have three grandchildren by the end of this year. Huh. I had none last year. <laughs> well, at the beginning of last year. Time's flying, huh? Is it ever? Is it ever? And apparently, are, are we doing all boys here? Uh, as far as I know, two out of three are boys. I Yeah, I don't know. You didn't yeah. go to the gender reveal party. I didn't, but I did see it on, on uh, Twitter, so... 
yeah, Victoria's having a boy. Ashley had a boy, and I'm. I don't think they've done the gender reveal for yeah, the second not, one. Yeah, let's not gender reveal parties, push parties, the showers, all of it. It's like, ugh. ah, that's kids today. They just love. They celebrate everything with some kind of ceremony. It's yeah, just or weird. is it because they want stuff? Maybe. Are you supposed to bring a gift to a gender reveal? Mm, I don't know. They actually, we were talking earlier about Maddie just learning how to make scrambled eggs, and you realize, you know, things have changed in a short period of time. I was talking to one of the kids about And the this. guys have a party? They have a yeah, shower yeah. now, too? That's what I was just going to say. Dave invited me to, a, like, a diaper party or something, which really is just an excuse for a bunch of guys to get together, drink, and play poker. But they had to, they themed it, mm-hmm. right? And it was the day before the baby shower. Um, for Victoria, his his wife, my daughter-in-law. Um, but they also did have a gender reveal, and they put a lot of work into it as to how they're going to reveal it, right? So it was like a ball that got tossed, and Dave hit it with a bath, and it exploded in a particular color. And, he, you know, I wasn't able to make it to that either. But we were talking about it, and he was like, well, how did you do gender reveal? And when I picked up my phone and phoned my dad and said, I'm having a boy. That yeah, was our gender reveal. Our gender reveal was when the baby came out, hey, it's a boy. You're right, actually. I didn't know in advance what I was having. Yeah. Uh, for the first two. I did know in advance for the second two, but yeah. Yeah, when ultrasound started coming around, and if you wanted to know. That's right. But for the most part, it was. about that. Because I remember those yeah. two phone calls where you just phone your parents and go, it's a girl or it's a boy. It was, um, and I know some people get uh, their nose all out of joint when they say, well, why would you want to find out what it is? It's, it's going to well, be a surprise. Well, there's practical reasons. Well, exactly. But then, you know, a friend of mine had said, well, it's a surprise at the moment when you find out early. It's a surprise well, then, too. That's or it's true. a surprise when the baby comes out. It's still a surprise. It's a shock when they're wrong, by the way. So Yeah. Yeah, which does occasionally happen. There is practical reasons, because a lot of times you decorate in yellows and... Pale greens. You're, yeah, you're not sure what you're going to get, but if you know you're having a boy or a girl, whatever. But, of course, there'd be... I bet you there'd be somebody who'd tell me that you're not supposed to do that now, because that's, you know, whatever. That's gender Oh, you need to have gender neutral. Yeah, yeah. Not at my place. When I boot out one of these kids or they leave on their own, we'll have a guest bedroom with a crib in it for these grandchildren. And if they're all boys, it'll be blue. Okay. That's yeah. my statement against society. Oh, right yeah. There. It was like once the kid, once the oldest one leaves, or no, he's gone, but the other one leaves, it's like, oh, well, I have a guest room. We can have people stay <laughs> over. Can't wait to decorate it. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. I'm in no rush to get those kids out of the house, honestly. Yeah. If I'm being totally honest, I, I would like them to see. Well, apparently you have a little more work to... <laughs> wow. If Someone scrambled said, eggs is something you learned this morning, then we do have some more ground You have some more ground yeah. Grilled cheese might work. She grilled does cheese, do okay. grilled cheese already. Mm. Makes a fine grilled cheese, as a matter of fact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I can't read any of these texts. Sorry. Uh, gender reveal parties are just for attention seekers. Get over yourself. Nobody really cares except for your family. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, you know, and I, I say... You know, and part of me kind of agrees with that. Part of me kind of does, too, but... Um, uh, you, everybody does it now, so it's... Well, I know, but you don't have to do it just because everyone else does it. No, no, but I, I think, like, Dave and Ashley are both very family-oriented. And then you get everyone together, have a family dinner, say, hey, guess what? We're having a boy. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they both filmed and posted uh, on their Facebook pages, you know, the explosion and the whatever. 
I don't know. It's just I maybe it's just a fun part of pregnancy. And like I say, I mean, I'm I'm not judging them. If that's what you want to do, great. I, I I simply wasn't prepared to give up a night of income to. Yeah, and this also can be another expense. I've seen some gender reveal parties that are mm. are pretty big deals. Really? And oh, huh. I mean, the kid, listen, I sometimes feel like all I do is criticize my children. I'm very proud of them, and they've all done very well. And Dave, I mean, Dave's in his, Dave's owned a house since he was 21. Um, you know, he's financially responsible. If he's got the money for a gender reveal party and he wants to have one, yeah, whatever knock blows your skirt out. up, right? But Absolutely. don't, I, I think it's one of those things that don't feel here's the, here's obligated. And here's the thing some people end up feeling obligated. I have to go to this. Mm-hmm. And it can be a gender reveal party, it can be a bridal shower, it can be a wedding shower, uh, whatever it is. Yeah. Baby shower, all of those things. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I always feel bad that I never go to these things down in Calgary. I've, I've missed, what, two gender reveals, a couple of diaper parties and whatever. But I don't even, I, I just feel like, and stags. I've missed a couple of stags, too. Got them one. Well, and the stags have turned into, and well, so and so have the stagettes, have often, you know, in well, some cases turned into, you know, weekend getaways that yeah. are going to end up costing you a thousand plus. Fifteen hundred bucks yeah. for Dave's stag. Yeah. That included going to BC and and living in this condo mm-hmm. or something or, or ranch house. I don't know what it was. Uh, horseback riding, golf. Uh, I mean, it was like, man, I don't. Sp- if I'm going to spend fifteen hundred bucks, I'm going to the Caribbean. I just send me With a my picture. Partner. Yeah. I don't know. I could get to the Caribbean for fifteen hundred, but no. I could certainly do better than a weekend yeah. playing a sport I don't like. With people you don't know. Yeah. Exactly. The 4 o'clock news is coming up with Eileen Bell. Brian Hall checks in with sports right after that. Plus, we'll check the market numbers. Stick around. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.